It's the Ty and Matt Show with Matt and Ty. And we're back. We're doing it again. Yes, sir. And that's where you say like clockwork and then... Oh, damn it. The shirt, like the shirts are, yeah, see, the shirts are coming. That's right. I, got, I forgot. Until the shirts get here, like, I gotta, it's gotta remain a thing. You gotta think about branding. That's the whole point. It's all about God, branding. So much to this podcasting game. Yeah. So much. A lot of people think it's just about being charming and a good personality, but honestly, that, I think, is consistently taking a backseat with us. Really, I want to put branding, yeah. uh, capitalization, um... I mean, whatever we can do to kind of turn this into the cash cow it deserves to be. Yeah, that's right. And fortunately, uh, we did take a big step in the branding endeavor. And by we, I mean Ty. Ty worked his ass off for the last, I don't know, Ty, what, four or five days? Uh, yeah, probably a good business week. We'll call it a business week. Okay, that's good. I like that. To deliver to you folks out there a premium podcast website. That's right. We're here. We're we're pardoning like it's 95 or whatever, whenever websites are hot. That's right, boys and girls. Get those AOL trial discs ready. Pop them in and uh, come to (laughs) www.tieandmacho.com. What if it was like, like, what if we had so much confidence? We're like www.tieandmacho.weebly.com. Yeah, well, we're really taking someone it. Had a, we're taking it serious. Someone had dot. <laughs> someone had dot blogspot for a long time, so it wouldn't be that far off base. Oh, the Matt Regal files. Yeah, my my website. I've since uh, ponied up twelve bucks a year and bought the domain, so I don't have that fugly looking blogspot at the end of it. Um, and yeah, that's what happened with the Tide Match too. It's a legit website, Ty. Le- yeah. And tell the the good people what what can you find? So you Tyandmacho.com. I mean, ideally, eventually, we want it to get on par with like Facebook and you know Twitter and kind of have you guys all yeah. register. And we're going to turn it into the social network it deserves to be. And we're going to we're going to sell your information. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have to, tie a match show back into ads. Yeah. We'll have the whole. Yeah. yeah. We'll find a whole. We. Uh, it's really. I don't expect you guys to get it. This is all for our IPO. Uh, initial yes. public offering. I understand that we're talking to Time Matt listeners, so I'll explain it a little bit. Um, but right now, what you can find is honestly all the info you want on the show. You got your about page. Are you new? Are you a new listener? If you are a new listener, you can go to timeatshow.com and it has a fucking beautiful post that was written by me that explains everything to catch you up. So you don't have to listen to every episode, though you should. Though you should. You should, yeah. But you don't have to. You can read the post and it'll have some you know recommended episodes you can check out. On top yeah. of all the episodes, our whole back catalog. Ty, you know what's so exciting is this website has helped me realize one of my personal dreams, which is to have a podcast. Got that taken care of. But now we have a page of show vernacular. Yes. That is very exciting. Yeah. No, it, Because it's that official. means we've had enough. Yep. We had enough episodes to develop show vernacular. What is it? What is a time mat intern? What is the time mat party? I don't know. Says a new listener. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully and they go know. to the tie and match show. Yeah, because I know. I mean, we invented the shit. But they go to the tie and match show.com and they can read about it. 
Which is why What's we want the Cool Kids cast. Cool Kids cast. Every literally everything is on there. Tiamatshow.com. We'll also have our own blog posts on there. Pro- ideally, follow ups with guests, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you can find show files. Uh, so we'd like to expand every episode to where you can find all the links to our guests on there. You can, f- you, if you know, if things are going well, I might throw my cash tag up there for the cash app. Um, donations welcome. Like we'll, we'll, we'll do anything. Yeah. We'll do anything. It's, it's a blank slate. Yeah. At this point. And, and contrary to popular belief, you do not have to put, and this is for you, mom, www dot, and you can just put tiamatshow.com. Yeah, I I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't know of any other, like, is there an alternative to www that takes you elsewhere? Because I've never Ooh. heard of it. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It might have been, I, I mean, know. maybe at the beginning of the internet, there was like two factions and there was like people going like, okay, no, no, no. It's going to be you, you, you.com. And then someone was like, I'm more yeah. of a double you kind of guy. And so it's like, that's too many doubt. That's, that's way too many. That's six U's. Let's be honest. One of the other reasons we we were quick to jump on—I say quick—it's been how long have we do, been doing this? Like four years. Yeah. Quick to jump on the website train because my biggest fear was that we would have, uh, you know, trouble getting timematcher dot com. Yeah. Because the show was the show's becoming big, guys. It's getting bigger it's getting every day. Big. And I was really scared that cyber squatters would take timematcher dot com, and then we'd be left with like dot biz. Uh, <laughs> Dot TV. The, That's the, the dot TV is horrible. The time match yeah. show dot com. That's right. No one's putting the the. But no, believe it or not, it was available. And Ty scooped it up. And now you can add it to your favorites. You can send the link to your friends and family to become part of the Ty and Matt family of interns. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. Check it it's out. The next big step. Yeah, check it out. You can honestly listen to today's episode on there. I don't know why you would do that. Obviously, we have apps for that. But in case you're a sociopath, it is going to be on that website on top of all yeah. the info for the show, including all of our guest info. But before we get there, Matt, what are some plugs? Where can people find you? Well, time. They can find me on the Twitter. Twi- uh, Sound out. Oh, Come on. Minor stroke. Minor oh. stroke. They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt underscore Regal. Just like we practiced. Yeah. Whew. That, was, that was a tough one. Ty, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at ty.colgate. Good, smooth. And you can find the show at Ty and Matt Show on your social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, the Ty and Matt Show on Facebook, and now tymattshow.com. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to a very exciting guest today. Give it up for Cece Bueller. And here we are with Cece Bueller. Cece, what is going on? <laughs> Just living life, man. How are you guys? We're doing the same. We're podcasting magic every day. Magic. Well, Hell first yeah. off, first <laughs> off, we want to say thank you for joining us. We're super pumped about this. You're our first lead singer of a punk band in Central Florida <laughs> that has joined us during the summertime. So we really we love first. Wow. Congratulations. Can I get that on like a little medal? We'll a put it on a plaque. Maybe? Yes. Oh, plaque. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. So you're the lead singer of a band called No Handouts. This is true. How long have you guys been performing? 
Um, so, <laughs> uh, do you mind a little origin story? Of course, please. Okay, cool. So, um, super long story short, I had thrown together a band for my birthday party in 2019. Um, and I had been in a band back in 2014 for a couple months. Um, it was an interesting band. I will not give any other qualities of that um oh, it was spicy. cool to be in it was cool to be in i made it myself as well um it was called hear us roar <laughs> and um that's warped yeah, to a material right there <laughs> you know we thought so we really did we thought you know it was uh, angsty for sure for 2014 standards anyways and yeah. um yeah so we we had that going and then i ended up we were doing really well uh locally we were like winning all these like battle of the bands and like local competitions and stuff and it was really cool um but then i moved away to ucf and i like flew back for a couple shows but it just wasn't worth you know flying back for local shows you know and yeah. uh it died very quickly. And so I hadn't been in a band in like a really long time, but I wanted to start a punk band um, a while back. Uh, but I, I was actually in this like super shitty relationship with um, my ex best friend of like 11 years. And um, he basically had told me that um, I, his quote was when I said I wanted to be in a band again, he said, um, you have so many talents like makeup and art. And oh, I God. really think you should just let music be my thing. And as abusive relationships go, I was just like, okay, this isn't worth the fight. Like, yeah, you know, I am good at makeup. Maybe I can focus on that. Like, you know, whatever. And I put it off for so long. Um, and then at the end of this horrible, horrible relationship, um, I was like, yo, fuck that dude. I should start a punk band. Like I wanted to, like, why did I listen to the word? No. So my birthday was coming up, uh, and my birthday is April 17th. So naturally I usually have like a 420 party and I, <laughs> I was just like, dude, what would be the best showcase of like a punk band? And like my newfound independence and like all that shit. And I was like my fucking birthday party. So I like reached around all like my little communities in Orlando. And I was just like, yo, you play guitar and like, hey, you're in a band. You know, someone that plays drums pretty well that might be down for like a little party, you know, whatever. And that's kind of how No Handouts was born because the party went so well that um, everyone was just like, so you guys are a a band now right like you're doing this like we're gonna see you again and I was like just high off that feeling and I was like fuck yeah you are and so I ended up having to like replace pretty much all the members except for myself because of like a lot of them just joined for the party they're, they had other commitments they're already in five bands whatever and um we finally threw together like our band end of May of last year 2019 and uh by July 31st, 2019, we had our first show. We like out, we, we over capacity this tiny little venue down on Mills in like the art district of Orlando. We were just blowing up. We played uh, the last punk on the patio, which is like an Orlando tradition. We were like on the final lineup ever. Like it was just, well, you know, hopefully not like ever. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it, it was it was technically supposed to be the final punk on the patio as oh, like Montgomery boy. Drive had been doing that for a while. But as sad as that is, it all also was like the greatest honor to like 
be considered for that, you know, oh, yeah. and shout out to Montgomery drive, because not only have they set us up with pretty much all of our biggest shows and our, our um, most favorite concert experiences and stuff, but to put us on that final punk on the patio that like really got us, um, I think where we are today, like escalating ride of like popularity in the local scene. And we were like featured in Orlando weekly and all this fun stuff. And uh, it peaked when we opened for microwave, when I was backstage with <laughs> microwave, teaching them about animals and playing Tony Hawk Pro skater four with the lead singer. And I was like, this is my peak of existence. <laughs> and I thought we were just going up from there. And then like, bam, like three weeks later, COVID was like, and we were just yeah. Like, yeah. So it's, it was a super awesome ride it, it, from the origin. It just like sped so fast and it was like just all encompassing. I like just like dove in. I'm also the band manager. So it was like a whole new experience for me and it was super awesome. And then it was just like, bitch. And I was just like, oh, just kidding. Never mind. Well, you, that's interesting because <laughs> you, you touched on COVID, obviously, unless people are living under rocks or on deserted islands or coming out of, you know, solitary confinement. It's affected everybody, and that includes yeah. uh, podcasters, comedians, uh, musicians. What have you been doing during this time to just kind of stay sharp? Have you have you found any outlet? Because it's not easy. So, when people find their their lane, it's it's always good for the. Are you asking me personally, forward. or like as a band? Because those are two different things. Let's say as a band. Our main focus for uh, just quarantine has been taking over our EP that was just released and turning all of those into music videos. And then also obviously writing new material and stuff. Um, and it's been a little difficult because of like all of us being in different places. We haven't had like a physical in-person band practice since like April. So all of our stuff has been on zoom has been on like Facebook messenger, you know, whatever video chats and stuff. Um, drop box like hey here's an idea for a guitar and then Ethan takes his drum like kit he has like an e-kit behind me and like he'll just start trying to lay tracks over it and stuff and we already were doing so well and then COVID was like nah fuck you and then we were just like now what so we put out our music video we try to cheer people up actually Ty got to see the music video uh before the final edits were done oh, wow. yeah <laughs> yeah kind of a big very deal. special <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> um but yeah and like so we finally put that out and everything and um our music is out now but like it's definitely I feel like quarantine like it's obviously paused the whole world but like I I feel like out of all the things that I've had personally paused in my life like watching this shit happen to my band was definitely like the like most fuckery if that makes sense you know oh yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's i it's done it to a lot of people i mean even in like pivoting to just even the like the comedy realm i had like all these bookings lined I, like it was like finally things were like opening up i'm like hell yeah we're doing this we the show yeah. the show was hot that we do here in atlanta everything was getting hot and then I flew down to Orlando, actually, funny enough, and did, you know, a couple local shows down there. And as soon as I came back to Atlanta, it was like over. It was just done. Yep. And of, there's nothing to really promote right now. I 100% agree with that. Like, it, even with doing the podcast, it's like, I mean, how aggressive can you promote? Because it's like, there's just, is the constant feeling of like, yeah, there's definitely more important shit for people to be talking yeah. about and listening to. It, I feel like it's definitely tough having... Um 
like your own self goals and ambitions. And like, you know, you want to like, we all have this innate desire right now for life to keep moving. Um, we're sick of fucking sitting in the same shit and being stir crazy. We want like our lives to carry on and social media is the only outlet that we can do that with right now. Um, but it's almost like, um, I don't exactly know like the word to describe, but it's almost like not tedious, but I don't know, like a little annoying, you know what I mean? Like for other people, Mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know what? But like, I'm dealing with this shit. I don't give a fuck about your comedy show. Like, you know, or I'm dealing totally. with this shit. Like, I don't want to hear your about how great your EP is, okay? Like, this is a little chaotic for me right now. And it's just of like, course. I know I'm sorry, but like, my life's shit too. I'm just trying to be positive about <laughs> yeah. a few things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, you get this innate like guilt on there and you're just like, never mind. Just I'll shut the fuck up and delete my posts. It's well, okay. Outside of COVID, though, so you you guys started in Orlando. You're you're a hometown band. Yes. How, now I know the Orlando comedy scene. I'm very interested. How would you describe the Orlando music punk scene? They are um, very very interconnected. Like if you know someone, you know everyone, kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. which is very family like. Um, but also, it gets kind of repetitive sometimes. Like. Uh, I have friends that are in some pretty big local bands here that are in like five other bands that are also local bands here. And like, um, it's almost like you keep seeing the same people like shuffled in different stages. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, Oh yeah. Like I know, um, this really awesome girl, Kaylee, she's a uh, in chalet girl and she's in Boston marriage. And she's like, every time I like see her, she's like in another band and like, you know, it's like, it's all interconnected. Um, so I'd like to say it's really big but it's actually like pretty small. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and, and what I will say is that um, Orlando is such a hub for music, you know, um, of all sorts, especially EDM, I feel like. Um, but definitely like Latin music and punk music would be like running up next, or I wouldn't say punk, but like the alternative scene. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many DIY artists and that ranges from like noise rock to like industrial shit to like you know pop punk and then there's like a huge section of uh like hardcore so there's like i i can list like 10 deathcore bands just like that i have friends in like off the top of my head that i've seen like around downtown like i've played shows like with this awesome band called canvas and i've like (laughs) we like went out to tampa for it uh and i had to follow up their performance and the lead singer was stapling money to his body and I just like took like two drinks and was just like, Jesus Christ, like, how am I going to, I can't, this, what, yeah, what do I, you got to be dedicated. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so like, you know, there's super hardcore people in the scene and I, I respect them greatly. I mean, no, that's, that's, I mean, I, I imagine you need to be pretty hardcore to live in Florida alone. So yeah. if you're going to add this punk or hard rock or metal element to it. I feel like you have to be a real bad motherfucker. That's right. I have a quick question about the stapling money guy. Yeah. Omer what de- is his name. Omer. Okay. What yeah. denomination of, of money? We talking oh. singles, tens, fives? You know what? Because have- the, the bigger <laughs> it is, the more hardcore that is. Yeah. If he's stapling Franklins to himself, that's awesome. I but singles, I'm that. like... The staples almost cost as much as the singles. 
I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm nearsighted, so I have no idea what <laughs> the on truth the stage comes that out. No, you know what? <laughs> I, I understand. I, I've got I've got vision issues myself. I completely understand that. Completely. I, I I do want to test how hardcore you are, though, CC. Okay. We, we have we have a game here today that's going to test some some punk knowledge. It's a game that I mean maybe we can come up with a better name, but right now it's punk or bunk. Okay, I'm, I dig it. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, think there's a better name, Ty. Not, well, I mean, you know, sometimes you have to fake the humility, but um, so essentially the concept of the game is we're going to give you some song titles. Some of these are going to be actual punk bands. They're going to be actual punk songs. Uh, others are just going to be a bunch of words we hastily threw together right before this interview. You have to guess which one's going to be punk and which one's going to be bunk. Is that good? Okay. Yeah. That that I mean that works for me. Um, so you guys came up with the other ones. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of you know words. You know, maybe like a random word generator. You know, whatever we could. Okay. All right. And if I like some, maybe I can keep them. You can have them. All yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. We'll, Matt, we'll figure do you out wanna... royalties. All right. You know, honestly, <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to have my people get a hold of your people. But thank you for getting that on the record. It's um, perfect. I am my people, so just oh shit, it right over here. <laughs> All right. So the the first song is going to be "If This Tour Doesn't Kill You, I Will." I'm going to say bunk. It's actually punk. Really? Who it is, is it? This is going to be a Canadian band called Pup. Oh my god, I love Pup. That's very interesting. Okay. This is I think it's an opening song on their second album. So Heard. Now we that's, know. Now we know. <laughs> that's awesome. It it gave me almost uh Panic at the Disco vibes. Like, you it's know. It's a little long, that, right? Yeah. That one song uh there's a good reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't figured it out yet. It's a full, it's a full <laughs> wow. title. I want yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I I figured that one was also kind of sounds too you know it sounds like it's a little too on the nose for punk so I, I get I get where you get confused on that I felt but. like I was a little, I felt like I was being tricked <laughs> so right. are you ready for round two here sure all right let's do it all right so round two we have a song here it's called soggy cereal on Sundays oh man um <laughs> it sounds like a mom jeans song. Um, <laughs> why do I feel like you made that up? <laughs> I, there's only one way to find out. Uh, Is it punk or bunk? <laughs> I'm going to say bunk again. And you would be right. Ah, <laughs> yay. We'll, get, we'll, we'll get a ding in there. We'll get a ding somewhere in there. All right. All right. I don't want you to get too confident here. There's a third round. Are you Can we do it? Oh, yeah. I was expecting like a million. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's probably about like six. We'll, we'll get through them. Now. We're, we got okay. this. I'm feeling good. I'm in All no right. hurry. <laughs> uh, if my cat doesn't like you, then I don't either. I hope that's a punk song. I'm going to go for punk. It's actually bunk, but it should be a punk song oh. and you guys All should right. make it. I might take that one. Yeah. Take that. Because it's true. One. If my cat Gara doesn't like you, something's wrong with you, bro. Like, stay out of my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I'm feeling good. Um, all right, this is a long one. Jesus. Uh, the boredom is the reason I started swimming. It's also the reason I started sinking. That sounds so emo. It oh, does. my God. 
Mm. Let's say punk. You'd be right. It's the front bottoms. That sounds accurate. Uh, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> I was so afraid you were going to get it like right off the bat because I'm like, that is just such a fucking front bottoms title right there. You know what, though? I, I don't know that song off the top of my head. And so I was like, come on. That sounds too emo to be just made up on the spot. I was like, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. But uh, that's funny. That's awesome. Front bottoms. Got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. All right, cool. We're getting a rhythm here. I'm feeling good. This next one. It's called Scott Get the Van, I'm Moving. That also sounds like that would be a punk song. So I'm going to say punk. That's a punk song. It is a punk song. Nice. I wish I wrote the great, artist. I don't have the artist on that title. one. We'll have to research it later. All right, we'll get it later. <laughs> another right. intern. We'll get another intern. Yeah, we'll get an one. intern, actually. if uh, we'll, we'll get like a band member that's not super good on your part to intern on that one. <laughs> um, so next one here, Ice Cream for Breakfast. Oh, <laughs> I love the look you give every time because I'm sitting here thinking about like you sitting at your table just being like Aha, scribbling away ice cream for breakfast some soggy cereal something <laughs> Sundays, whatever. I'm just like I'm, I'm trying to like visualize whether or not I can see that on Spotify as I'm like listening or if I see you sitting with a notepad being like well they're kind of they're, they're good song titles for you to pick up so they could yeah. be on Spotify Hmm, okay, can you say it again? What <laughs> ice cream uh, for breakfast? Yeah, this song title is "Ice Cream for Breakfast." I'm gonna say bunk. And you'd be right. It is bunk. <laughs> oh my god! All right, this one's what gonna be impressive winner. showing. This one's gonna be winner take all. This is a big one. Okay. Oh, what? Not majority. <laughs> probably could be majority. Well, you know, we'll okay. find it out after. Either way, just let me win. All right. So that's the next song title. <laughs> next song title: Old No Name. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, that's a really tough one. I'm sure. Um, I, because you know, it is a jellyfish from SpongeBob. It is a jellyfish from SpongeBob. Yeah. So um, I guess whatever band used that must really fuck with SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> or you were just watching SpongeBob and wrote it down, right? What? No. I can't be a good friend. It's punk. <laughs> it is punk. Absolutely, it is punk. All right, all right. We gotta, we gotta wrap this up. We, we're running out of time here. Where can the yep. people find you, Cece? Where can they find me? Um, so if you guys would like to find my band, it is going to be um, on Instagram. It's at No Handouts Florida. So F L. No Handouts F L. Um, on Facebook, just type in regular or No Handouts. You'll see a silly picture of me and my bandmates, and um, we got all of our links on there. We did just release our um, our first ever music video to Full Bloom, and uh, that's on YouTube. So you just type in No Handouts Full Bloom. Um, and yeah, our EP Nervous Laughter, um, you can find that on any streaming service like worldwide and international. Um, although I always recommend Spotify because Spotify plays help our band get booked shows with bigger yeah. artists. So as, as terrible as it is to plug that, like if you have a Spotify, please save our songs and like add them to playlists, share them with your friends. And uh, yeah, that's where you'd find us. All right. Uh, can we, are we, so I, I, I need your approval on this. Are we allowed to give like a little pink spoon of one of your songs uh, after Absolutely. this interview? Yeah, right, that'd cool. be awesome. Uh, what, what, what song can we, uh, can we do old no name? You can do whatever you want. Where do you all Your favorite. Name? How about that? 
Okay. No, <laughs> yeah, we'll do, do old no name for that sake. Sure. <laughs> we, we should do it. We'll have a little pink spoon after this interview. Cece, thank you so much for joining us. We hope to get you back. Of course, I would love to be back anytime. I appreciate you guys taking the time to ask me to do this. This is the first interview that I've done for a podcast, so I'm the honored. Thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a rock and rest of your day. Of course. See you, CC. Thank you. was cc bueller that it was that was fun huh punk rock who doesn't like a little punk rock i mean do you like punk rock i don't think i've ever heard you talk i about do it. okay good no I'm i just do checking. yeah yeah yeah. I, I like uh i i think everyone goes through their like their green day like blink 182 kind of pop punk some phase. people don't grow out of it no, some don't. And I still, you know, I'll still throw on some of that stuff. I like The Offspring a lot. Um, and then uh, at one point, I, I got really into, for a while, I still like them a lot, uh, Bad Religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen them yeah, live. Yeah, Bad Religion's an awesome band. They're a very angry band. That lead singer is like straight to business and does not fuck with anyone. Nope. Nope. So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like the punk rock. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. What about you? Uh, I'm actually, I, you know, it's weird. As I get older, I get more into punk rock, which I think is the inverse of what should actually happen. Not to throw any shade at our guest and her wonderful band, No Handouts. Um, which, I, which it's so, I don't know. It's like I'm growing into punk rock, which I, usually is not the case. Usually it's like as you're a teenager and you're like, fuck you, dad. And you like yeah. put on like, you know, Dookie by Green Day or something. And you're yeah, like, yeah, right. fuck yeah. They get how I feel. I just yeah, want to masturbate all day. Yes. And then finally someone gets me. And then you're supposed to get older and eventually find your way into like Herbie Hancock and convince yourself you're really into it. Yeah. You know, what's funny. And then there's there's some punk that just is like ubiquitous. Like you'll like it at any age. And it's weird if you don't like it, because the, the one that comes to mind for me is the Ram- are the Ramones. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like not liking the Ramones is like unusual. I don't love them though. I don't love you don't? them. I like them. They're fine. They are fine. They, they, they fall into what I would. I, they would fall into what I would call the Red Hot Chili Peppers zone. Yeah, you know, I, they're like the Walmart of punk music. Like I'm not gonna yes. look for it, 
but if I need something and it's right there, I'll just go. Yeah, that's a good because they're not they they don't feel dangerous. No, maybe they did back in the day, but they they still have your their, dad. Their, your dad plays them, thinking that that they're still dangerous, and it's like, no, dad, yeah. that, I'm pretty sure I've heard that in a Target commercial. No, because you know it's funny because there is still some. Like, because punk doesn't have the shock value that it it did, like when it started, like Sex Pistols and stuff like that. Doesn't doesn't have because even they seem kind of tame at this point. Well, that's the evolution. Like uh, it, the thing comes out, the thing comes out. So like rock and roll, and then all of a sudden it turned into like a commercial for jeans. And it's like eventually True. it always the money gets in, like soon enough. You know, like you can kind of see it a little bit with hip hop now. Like there's a lot of money involved with it. And I'm just so ready for the day when we have like sponsored raps, you know, it's just going to yeah. be like, it's like they're going really in, but it's like they're going really in on Trader Joe's and it's sponsored by Aldi. <laughs> yeah. Amazon presents Yeah, Am- the most punk rock thing. I mean, dude, I, I, I've seen people call uh, Green Day out for that because they'll, they'll appear at like, uh, someone, uh, may, it may have even been them, someone put a, and I like Green Day, don't get me wrong, but. So someone and it could have been them put out an album that was like a Target exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like ACDC with the fucking black ice yeah. that you can uh, only get at Walmart, and it's like there's nothing cool about an album that you can no. only get at a Target. Like when Rory Scovel, which the comedian here, but like you can only get uh, his one um, one of his albums you can only get from Third Man Records. That's yeah. cool. That's a record label owned by Jack White. That's cool. When it's like you can only get it at fucking Target or Amazon or Walmart, yeah. it's like there's nothing there's nothing no. there. It's toothless. Where do you stand on uh on ACDC? After Bon Scott died, like what fucking band was left? I mean, it turned into uh, stadium rock over and over again. I feel the same way. Dude, cuz you know what? I love rock. I love metal, and I completely like I I like ACDC, don't get me wrong. But I and I understand their their importance in the larger picture of rock i don't love them i don't know acdc like a lot of songs sound very similar oh totally yeah the, yeah i mean it's all like uh metaphors for sex and then it's like all right we gotta yeah. have our guitar solo because it's after oh. the second chorus i, I am over um what i would call you can't stop me songs because I've noticed a lot of bands get to the point where they run out of shit to talk about. ACDC, for instance. Their last album was called Rock or Bust. And I hated that title because it's like, you can't stop us from rocking, man. Either you rock well, or it's a techni- bust. Technically, man. that was wrong. Because uh, didn't their, their drummer is now in prison for trying to hire yeah. a hitman to kill his wife. That's true. So yeah, that yeah, did yeah. stop okay, so- him from rocking. It did, yeah, and, and uh, uh, ear damage from years of rocking, uh, ironically stopped uh, Brian Johnson from from rocking. Yeah, but uh, so I, I guess it's like lot. more than just bust. It's like rock or bust or ear damage or prison sentence. Yeah. Like that's really your yeah. options for rocking. It's not a binary choice. It's not just rock or bust. You know, you could rock and bust. Speaking of age and music here, I you know. I don't think we're like that old, you know, we're not super old people, but I've started to realize like I'm not as excited to listen to music or new, like sometimes when I get on long road trips, I get really like frustrated because I'm like, I feel like I've just heard every song I've ever wanted. Like it's over. (laughs) 
I've heard yeah. everything. I know there's new music. I just don't care anymore. I like going back to old stuff. Like, uh, dude, I, occasionally I will throw on some like jazz stuff, depending on my mood. If I'm trying to work on something, because I I normally I listen to metal and stuff and rock, but sometimes you know I just need something a little more chill. So I was listening to, and it's not this is not the most chill jazz by any stretch, but Miles Davis, "Bitches Brew." You know, yeah, it's old, obviously, but but it was new to me. And, and like, I like to go back and kind of discover this stuff. Well, that's because you're, you're you're a you're a tasteful guy, and you should not that's be right. overlooked by anyone. Exa- Damn straight. But I I am a piece of shit that I've just now gotten to a point where I'm like I've just heard. I've heard it all. Like, it's even that way with friends. Like, at some point, it's like, what do we... We've said everything we can say to each other. Like, you're being selfish right now. Yeah. Like, if we, t- what no, do we no, talk about? We've hit everything. It's a surprise we're even still doing this pod. We've talked about everything. Yeah. Thank God the no, contract no. keeps me here. Yes, thank God. The The contract that we, like, modeled after the one that Lucas signed to own uh or no that 20 was it 20th century fox had the contract that they owned a new hope forever yeah or something like that like that was the term we modeled that contract for the time match show after that yeah but both of us are are contracted to stay here indefinitely uh i love what a contract says within within the unit like within all of the universe or something that's like man they really covered every fucking just they're like just in case. Yeah, they saw the Tesla thing, <laughs> and they're like, fuck you if you think you get this when you go to Mars. It is still ours, motherfucker. That's, that's right. They're like, they, they thought space travel slowed down, and then Elon Musk comes along. He's like, nope, nope, we're making this happen. And everyone snuck and, uh, into their contracts. They're like, and within all of the universe, don't fucking, you're, no, you're not going anywhere. The only way you're going to yeah. get out of a contract nowadays is you got to get like interdimensional. And I don't know anything about geography. You could show me any landscape and say it's Wyoming, and I would believe you wholeheartedly. Dude, Ty, I don't know if you know this about me. I kick ass at geography. You do? Like, dude, I, yes, I won the geography B in seventh grade, and then I was the runner-up in eighth grade. And the only reason I didn't win in eighth grade was because I got bullied while on stage in seventh grade. So I'm like, now I'm too cool to win it this time. You got bullied on dude, stage? At, dude, what I was is a it, a geography? Geography B. Dude, I was a mess, all right? So I was a chubby fella. I'm still, I'm still a bigger guy, but I was a chubby little fella. And uh, I wore glasses. I had a horrible haircut. And I had a broken arm at the time. So I was in a full-arm cast. Now, I broke my arm playing hockey, which is totally bitching. But the kids in the audience didn't know this. And I remember, like, I'm answering questions. You know, I'm just throwing out cities. They're like, you know, what is the capital of Turkey? And I'm like, Istanbul. And people are like, fuck yeah. And then this one kid, I hate his guts. I think he's probably dead. Uh, but he yells out, way to go, green fat kid. Because I was wearing a green shirt. And I'm like, I was like, wow, that was, uh, I didn't expect Th- that. Those hurt the worst because it's like, you know, with like some roasts, you can just be like, well, that's just your, t-. but like he literally, like, there was nothing factually r- wrong with what he just No, like, there wasn't. Green, 
fat, like you're wearing a green shirt, you're fat, he, and you're a kid. I, I was looking across the stage. I'm like, well, that could have only been directed at me. Uh, yeah, so I won that year, showed him. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I know where stuff is. Yeah. And then eighth grade, um, it, I came down to the final two. It was me and the same kid from seventh grade who I beat, and he beat me in eighth grade. And his prize was like a, I think, a small medal, and he got to take a test. Because that's what I got in seventh grade. If you won at the school level, you got to try and go national. Yeah. You know, and I didn't get further than school. You know, I was getting too commercial. And uh, didn't want to sell I, out. I wanted it to just be about the geography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep it, keep yeah, it, so. keep it with the real fans. Yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is, I know where shit is. So okay, so maybe you can help me with this. So so recently, yeah. I've gotten really into Alaska because it okay. makes no fucking sense. Fiftieth state, by the way. Fiftieth state. state. It's connected to Canada. It's just across the Bering Strait from Russia. I I'm obsessed with like the idea of it because it's like why is that there's no way the people that live there think they're American like I don't think there's any kind of like education we could give those people to think that they're us what are they doing up there to begin like I don't you know with all the BLM stuff and COVID I hear nothing about Alaska what is going on I will tell you the only people that aren't hiding from something in the lower 48 up in Alaska are the native people from Alaska. Yeah. And they definitely, I I would assume, I don't want to speak for them, but I would assume that they would identify themselves as being part of their tribes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Like, what the what fuck that, cause, is cause going I, on up there? I don't know. Just bears eating things and planes crashing, I think. Uh, occasionally a dog sled goes by. But a similar thing happens with Hawaii, where Hawaii, you know, yeah, it's the U.S., but I mean... They they have their own language. Like I know. You know, it's got a lot of vowels. A lot of vowels. It's very rhythmic, you know? Yeah. Disney loves yeah, to a- completely like rip off the whole culture and sell it to people in Orlando for like five hundred dollars. But Disney loves to do that. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. It's do. their favoritist thing. They're like, They're hey, like have we- can we trademark all of your culture? Guys, have we done a movie in Mexico yet? No, we haven't. Coco. Two years later, they're cranking out Coco. Yeah. And now they now Mexico is contractually obligated. They're completely owned by Disney. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you're right. I do like that movie. It's a good movie. But I'm surprised that they haven't crammed it into the Epcot Mexico Pavilion yet. They're trying. Like as well, the right, they will. They'll do it. They'll Give figure time. it out. It's what they do. I just I don't know. It. I like Alaska. Does anything happen? Like, what is happening? Like, that's all I want to know is, like, yeah. what's happening? Do they live a normal life? I think so. They just probably wear more coats so, uh, than we do. Okay. Yeah. I, I, it makes me wonder why they decided to buy it. Maybe Cheap, maybe. Uh, my guess is there's oil there. I know. No, no, let me rephrase that. I know that there's oil there. Yeah. Oil and natural gas. And that's why you buy anything. Any any land, if you're a, a government, is oil because there's nah. resources you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah. why else? It, it, it's cold as shit. Why else would you want it? Do I mean salmon? Because there's salmon. Like, do presidents even like rally that? Like, I mean, they vote. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what fucks my brain up. Is like they're voting, but it's almost like, what are they voting for? Do I don't even think the laws apply. I'm pretty sure I could go to Alaska today and kill a grown man. And I'd face nothing. I would. There'd be no accountability. No, no. You, you're on your own up there. I mean, take Grizzly Man for instance. Yeah. 
they they would shut that shit down so fast in any other state. And then this guy is just living with bears until one eats him. And people are like, eh, well, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Only in Alaska. I... I don't know. I just it, it blows my mind that they even waste their time voting because like they have to know when they like put their vote in, it has to just immediately go into a paper shredder and they're like, we've already decided the color of your state. The the lack of de- I mean they get they get two senators like everybody else, but as far as delegates go, this just turned into a civics lesson. I know everyone wasn't even funny. That was just true. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think they only have one delegate. I know. I I love that like. 25 i'm now like teach me about geography and the yeah. political structure of a state well i I'll didn't even know what's happening You know what ha- has been my my interest? The way you took up Alaska, I found an interest. Okay. Ty, I got really into soapbox derbies. Like, uh, is that like the wooden cars that drive? Are you talking about? It's exactly what it is. Oh, hell it's exactly yeah. what it is. And it, Ty, Ty, I, I was not a Boy Scout in my youth. Um, it really hasn't affected me much. I mean, I'm not I'm not good at making fires, but that's about where it ends. Uh, but I do regret never being able to take part in a soapbox derby. Basically, folks, if you don't know, soapbox derby, yeah, Ty's right. You got a wooden car, basically, that is powered only by the forces of gravity. And you race down a hill, which is pretty cool. Usually when kids do it, it's just a straight hill. and That's kind of lame. It's like a drag race. Uh, but for adults, Ty, Red Bull puts on soapbox derby events. They've been doing it for like 20 years where you race down a hill and there's like jumps and obstacles and people are crashing. It's the greatest. I spent all weekend watching soapbox derby's videos. And I got to tell you, the thing I love about it is you have people that clearly don't know anything about building things, trying to like master the finer points of mechanical engineering and aerodynamics. Uh, Often with catastrophic results. And it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. I, I've only seen it in cartoon shows, so I I just I didn't know it like physic it's cool that it physically exists. Yeah. I I feel like I need to catch up on it. So are they motorized? No. No, so that's strictly forbidden. No motors. No motors. Do they have all to be gravity. inspected? Like, I'm, I'm sure there's like a guy. Is it like UFC fights where they're checking like the fingernails and all that? No, that's a good question. I think they, they might. Re- I think they require brakes, but that's about it. Other than that, you can do what you want. And it's funny because one of the things that people always screw up is like weight distribution. Like they'll put way too much weight over the front or the back, and then they'll use like these little spindly tires, and when they go off a jump all the weight just immediately crushes the tire and the oh, person no. goes like tumbling out of the out of the vehicle. And the other thing I noticed is some countries are a little nuttier than others. Like the US was pretty safe, right? Yeah. Like the one in the United States. The one in Tokyo, the little less regard for personal safety, they were just kind of going for it. But the craziest the craziest bunch I noticed 
the Finns. Why? What, what's making them crazy? You're like you're killing. You know me what here. I think? I think what's making them crazy is it's cold there. A lot like Alaska, you're stuck inside for a lot of the time. It gets dark early for a good portion of the year. You know, it gets real dark, um, and you ju- they just want to feel something that isn't just bitter cold. Yeah. So they just go full send. <laughs> they want to feel something that isn't bitter they, cold, so they just put their lives at risk. That's right. Okay. They, they'll just they'll do anything for to feel alive and not cold. And yeah, dude, they, they go they go nuts, man. It, it, it it's so enjoyable. I, I I don't know what it is. I think it's it's amateur science coupled with disregard for personal safety. Um, well, a lot of people hate the NFL now, so that could replace the NFL because it has it checks I, a lot of boxes. I'd be all for it, and and they've gone international. Like I'll tell you a good one. If you go on, you search Red Bull Soapbox Derby. They have like seven of the full episodes. They've done like a hundred of these, but the full episodes there's like seven of them, and one is in Chile, right? That is a mountainous country, which means yeah. steep hills. That's all I'm gonna say. I I I would propose that. that we replace the NFL with that. I mean, I, everyone's mad because what was it? I don't know. There was like a proposition of like doing something with the jerseys or some shit. That was the NBA, yeah. Oh, the NBA. Well, I guess it could replace the NBA and NFL. Uh, we'll just have year long soapbox derby. That's right. It'll be the winter and summer series of uh, soapbox <laughs> derby, and it'll. Well, I mean, if it'll be so popular until the first guy gets like a soapbox derby and they put like BLM on the side. And then all of a sudden there's just going to be a lot of guys on Facebook going like, I can't stand, take the politics out of the sport. I watch soapbox derbies to get away from politics. <laughs> yeah, dude. And you know what? You said it's the summer winter sport. Well, in the winter, we just switch over to bobsledding. Bobsledding soap is bob, just, is winter soapbox so, derby. Soap bob. Bob's soap, Bob sledding. Soap, soap, Bob, soap, Bob derby. Soap, soap Bob, Bob sled derby. Soap, yeah, soap, Bob derby. Yeah, that's right. We'll iron it out a little bit. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get it. I mean, we are idea guys. Yeah. Not so much like it's not our job to hammer out the, the the details and logistics. We're idea guys. Yeah, we'll pass it on to an intern that will gladly do. That's right. Most of the boring work of like getting the. I mean, there's probably a lot of legal hurdles probably you have to get permits. over. Yeah, yeah, permits. I'm sure liability forms. Probably, yeah. You got to shut down roads. Um, yeah, people can and will get hurt. I hate so to yeah, encourage it. I hate to encourage it, but I mean, and this is why you're going to need your forms and a lot of signatures. But think about the death of Dale Earnhardt and NASCAR. What that mm. could do for soapbox derby. We need like one really loved, you know, one guy to just kind of take a bad turn and end it. Take one for the team. I thought you meant we were going to require those uh, Hans devices, those head and neck restraints. No, no, no. We don't do that until uh, the death. Oh, which okay. I, that, yeah, that's that's too much. Like, yeah, I'll have to edit this out just so you know they can't take us down in court for saying that. But we don't require it until after that, and then people are going to be really bought in. Like we'll have like a deal with. I don't, what What do you think? KFC was all about NASCAR. What would be our fast food sponsor? Soapbox um, Derby. I think Taco oh, Bell because they already have the box and they could build it out like a soapbox oh, derby God car. Oh, goddamn, Ty. That is a good idea. $5 cravings $5 derby. soapbox. Yeah, soapbox. Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, and that's also like, you got to, I mean, Red Bull kind of has the market cornered on soapbox derbies. But so, oh, but that works perfectly because, because, um, or does it? Because Taco Bell always does like Mountain Dew stuff. 
What yeah. if we like Red Bull? They could just like make a taco shell out of Red Bull. I, I don't. I don't know. That's not really our responsibility. They can do that. But yeah, there, there's there's brand synergy opportunities in there somewhere. Again, I think what they do is they give you a Baja Blast Mountain Dew with a Red Bull can sticking out of the side, like those like oh, like a Corona Rita. Yes. Oh, and you just get genius. fucking, and they're serving that, and you're just hype as shit that you like. You're like your heart's about to explode. You don't even know what to uh, yeah. do. You jump in front of a soapbox derby and just get fucking oh trampled. God. That's Dude, the event people want. Oh my god! Just the the vibrations from you shaking would speed up your soapbox derby car. Yes. it'd be awesome. Yeah, and also like the other thing is you eat you eat some Taco Bell at the top of the hill. You're gonna be praying you get down there as fast as you can. Oh my! Oh, you're saying because we'll have porta potties at the bottom. Oh my god! That is, yeah. You're, yep. You tied it all up. Yes. That's so right. The racer. I'm thinking of the people like watching it, but no. Fuck those people. We do want no, no, their no, money, no. but fuck those people. Yep. The the drivers, the soapbox derbiers, yes. have yep. to eat a full Taco Bell soapbox derby box. Yeah, they got a crunch wrap supreme and like whole all the thing, other shit. Whole thing. Dude, because are you gonna be riding the brake if you're afraid you're gonna shit your pants in front of a crowd of people? Because <laughs> I wouldn't be. And then you gotta clean out your soapbox. Like, no, you you wanna get down there. We'll have a couple like nice porta potties. Nice porta potties. Emphasis on that. Yeah. And they'll want to get down there. We're gonna see some speed records. I think I, I'm all I'm all about this, dude. I, I'm 100 about it. I can't. This is gonna be bigger than NFL, NBA combined. This is gonna be the new. This is honestly gonna be the sport that finally brings the world together. They're like, hey, we all have to wear our fucking masks now because I want to see this shit live. Yeah, I want to get to Chile as soon as possible. Even though I'm sure Chile probably has no real laws on the books about masks, but whatever. I don't want to get sick and get quarantined for two weeks because I need to see this. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, can you imagine like, because uh, one of the things they get graded on creativity, right? So they have to make like you know themed go uh, soapbox cars and stuff, and then they have to do a performance. Well, imagine a guy comes to get into his soapbox, and the announcer's like, the the guy's British, by the way. He's like, he he ate four burritos before getting into the soapbox car. Look at how stiff his legs are. Oh, my God. What a fast run we're about to see. Speaking of runs, he better hope he gets to the finish line. And to the and it would be sponsored, the Red Bull. The Red Bull porta potty tent. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Like, when you see a guy walk with, like, that, that quick walk where he's, like, trying to hold everything together. Like, oh, my God. You'd be like, here we go. And then, Ty... Here's the added bonus. Like, the crowd would crack up if someone shit their pants. Like, they'd crack up. Oh, no, it'd be great. It, you'd yeah, just well, have... th- that's, what ha- that's what happens when, like, if you're crashing a full-speed soapbox derby into, into hay bales, you're not thinking sphincter control. No. I mean, this is getting a little gross and a little graphic. It doesn't have to all be about shitting your pants, but I do think that's an interesting element. Does it? Okay, that so does that get put derby. into the score, the final score? Are we doing sphincter it, control? It is a five-point deduction if you shit your pants. I mean... Or ten, maybe. I, yeah, I would say ten. Because okay. I, I okay. think anyone can win and shit themselves. I think it takes it, a true athlete. Can I use the term athlete here? I'm going to use it. Oh, absolutely. I would be insulted if you didn't. Okay. It takes a true athlete to be able to control their bowels and their hands. You know what I mean? It's, That's true. It's kind of like a hand, bowel, independence. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. It's like playing a drum set. Yeah, you got to worry worry about every single appendage. Think about people training for that all year too. Like they just have to eat nonstop Taco Bell and like take a fucking giant Baja blast with the Red Bull in it just to like train all year. 
there would be a team who files an inquiry, inquiry because another competitor they believe has a cork up his bunghole, and then that's why he was able to, like, it prevented him from losing points. Oh, and you know what? Actually, the final thing here, here's, here's what okay. I think. And whoever wins takes home Alaska. Oh, my God. Full circle. Full circle. I hate to take it away from a whole community I just gave it to, but I'm sorry. Profit incentives there. Soapbox yeah. Derby's calling my name. And we got to give them something. And I'm sure it's really not hard to just give away Alaska. I like that, though, because, like, you know, people often talk about, you know, Europeans came over and just took land. Yeah. You know, from and now the natives, we're just although, giving land. Well, if they want it back, it build a build a totally bitch and soapbox. It's yours. Oh you see yeah, what I'm saying yeah. Like e- everyone has a chance. You just got to build the best soapbox. Yeah, and if Alaskans want to keep their state, I don't know why, but if Alaskans want to keep their state, you, hey, you know, you're it's a blood sport. You're gonna have to get in it. You know what? Find someone who's got a high tolerance for Taco Bell. And someone with uh, you know some welding ability and put together a a soapbox. Get yourself a pilot with um, you know substantial intestinal fortitude. It's a meritocracy. Then, uh, that's right. That's right. We want the best at the Ty and Matt Red Bull Taco Bell Soapbox Derby. I feel I feel so good about this. I <laughs> I'm so ready to. I want to start this right now. I do too, dude. I I legit think now. Obviously, given the the uncertain times in which we live. The 2020 soapbox derbies are canceled, but when 2021 rolls 2021, around, Ty... And we stop giving a shit about all this, you know, COVID business. Yep, yep. When we start, you know, coughing on each other again and everything's fine and dandy. I say we figure out where the, the one in the United States is. It moves around. It moves around. I say we do a Ty and Matt soapbox. See, he's speechless. It's a fucking great idea. I love it. I fucking love right. it. Oh, I know, right. oh, dude. We're we're cruising down a hill in Chattanooga or wherever they they host it in a teal and yellow tie and mat soapbox. We're throwing out USB drives with all the uh, episodes to fans <laughs> going over jumps. Oh, it'd be amazing. Uh, Ty's drinking a Baja Blast in the back because Synergy brand Synergy. Well, well with uh, with the Red Bull and don't forget well, that. That's true. The Red Bull, like you shotgun the Red Bull. Oh boy, I love this. Yeah. I love this so much. This is ever Yeah. This is by far one more American than football. Oh yeah. I'm just going to say it. It's more American than football. It's got the violence you need that NBA's missing. Yep. It's almost got like, you know, the speed of hockey, so you might get some hockey fans in there that are like, "Okay, it's a fast-paced sport." It's and, got the wheels of motorsports. And if you watch soccer, I didn't want you to be a fan to begin with, so Yeah, we don't want you. No. Yeah. No. No, no, it's perfect. It really is. You know what, Matt? What? I think we didn't again. I think we did. Solve the world's problems. One episode at a time. That's right. Well, you know, I'm tuckered out from all this problem solving time. I, I think I'm going to have to. I'm worn out. I'm tired. Yeah. All right, buddy. I'll see, see you later. Next time. We'll solve some more problems. Yeah. Later. Make sure you stretch after this, okay? I will. Believe me. Probably should have stretched beforehand. So it's got to keep them healthy. That's right. Yeah. I'll see you later, buddy. I'll see you, buddy.